You're listening to The Birdbath, presented by The Fountain Report. I'm your host, Ryan Leach. Welcome back to The Birdbath. Each week, we scrape the surface of the news you need to know, so let's get into it. This week, we are recording a very fun and a very special episode live from VMX in Orlando, Florida. VMX is one of the largest veterinary conferences, so if you haven't had a chance to come down to Orlando, beginning of each and every year, NAVC puts on this wonderful and huge conference filled with fantastic CE opportunities. They also have incredible speakers. They have fun entertainment with folks like Dan Levy, as well as the Irwins entertaining folks. And they also bring in large entertainment acts like Florida Georgia Line, drone shows, and all sorts of other things, not to mention the wonderful opportunity to meet, mix, and mingle with the people that you want to know across the veterinary industry. So if you're not here at VMX, make sure you come next year. And if you are, be sure to come and see me. I'm spending a lot of time with my team at Digital at booth 1477, as well as wandering the floor. So if you see me, grab me, say hello. But let's get into the news. We have a late-breaking and spectacular story from Intelligence, who produces and helps put together the birdbath. So, Intelligence has announced the launch of the Enterprise Veterinary Practice Report. The report brings together data and insights across the myriad of consolidators and aggregators in our veterinary industry. What was special about this is that it's data ranging from market share, ownership profiles, investment history, along with their social media and corporate contacts, The data is broken down not only into the size of the groups, but it's also hitting on mid-market, large, as well as some emerging companies that are taking the veterinary industry by storm. Intelligence has compiled what I believe to be the most comprehensive and up-to-date database of our current state in veterinary medicine. Managing partner Chris Kelly of Intelligence said, We will develop future versions with additional data, as well as insights and analysis designed to help companies make better decisions in their enterprise practice strategy. So if you aren't subscribed to The Fountain Report, this is the perfect time to jump in so you can get your hands on this wonderful report. It's something that you're going to start seeing. It's over 100 pages of in-depth data that Intelligence is going to keep pushing and bringing you more and more and more. So make sure you're subscribed and get a good opportunity to see what everyone will be talking about. The next company that everyone is talking about is Gallant Therapeutics. They have just raised over $15 million in a Series A funding to advance their pipeline of what they call off-the-shelf stem cell therapies for pets. Now, Gallant's a transformative company, and they're in in a phase right now of growth that's advancing towards conditional FDA approval of their leading therapeutic candidate for feline chronic gingivostomatosis, or as I butchered that, let's go with F. CGS. And beyond FCGS, Gallant is advancing a pipeline that targets osteoarthritis, chronic kidney disease, and atopic dermatitis, along with lots of other chronic diseases that bring a very high burden of care in both cats and dogs. Now, Gallant's not the first company to be tackling stem cell therapies in this, but what they're looking for is a more off-the-shelf, broader application. Uh, In December of last year, scientists at the Osaka Metropolitan University came out with a report showing that they developed an efficient, non-invasive, and pain-free method to generate canine-induced pluripotent stem cells, or iPSCs. They identified six reprogramming genes that can boost canine iPSC generation by 120 times compared to conventional methods. 
the iPSCs were created from urine-derived cells without the need for feeder cells, which up until this point was not something possible. So this is stories and topics that are probably going well over my scientific understanding, but it's something that's showing that the stem cell work that we saw in human medicine is happening, it's pushing, and it's growing in the veterinary space. And it's something that I think we'll continue to see, especially as Gallant and, and many other companies continue to grow. Signal Pet made a big announcement in a launch of their new Signal Stat product at VMX this year. So their rapid veterinary radiology service, as they're calling it Signal Stat, combines both AI and human oversight to improve the speed of care and patient outcomes. Signal Pet currently has over 2,300 clinics using their software, and they're going to be utilizing this next level of intelligence or artificial intelligence, along with human capabilities to bring x-ray interpretation solutions that can assess the most critical urgent cases with both advanced AI and human oversight with a guaranteed 45-minute turnaround available 24-7. So we've heard a lot about AI. I know I say it. And if you're on the show floor at VMX, you can't throw a Kong ball without hitting a company talking about AI. But SignalPet was one of the early ones bringing it and utilizing it for medical diagnoses as well as radiology. I saw that Radmol is at the show exhibiting. And if you haven't had a chance to go by and see what SignalPet is doing with that product SignalStat, go check it out. But also swing by the startup section. There's a lot of companies talking about AI and not just for voice dictation or for reading notes or taking down records, but something that's really affecting the overall care that we're seeing within the medical profession. Finally, I'd like to wish a very happy two-year anniversary to Doppler Veterinary Network. This week, I had the opportunity to sit down with their CEO and founder, Ted Root. Ted has a really deep experience and one that I was pretty excited that, that we could talk about over, over a wonderful lunch, but talking about how Doppler looks at the veterinary space. It, they're really tackling some unique things in the industry, and it's something that I think a lot of people maybe aren't aware of what their group's doing, but... They're looking at utilizing a Doppler or a regional effect here to be able to find load management and find a way for access to care to be able to increase through consolidation and the unification of data sources within practices in regional areas. Now, that's a lot of businessy buzzwords, but Ted told me a spectacular story and I actually had the opportunity as well to meet the doctor behind it. Um, what Doppler was telling me that they had the chance to do was have a young Doberman puppy that came in with a blockage needing immediate surgery, but unavailable time on the calendar for the clinic that they came into. The team did some initial x-rays, looked at what was going on, and before they could even call down the street to another clinic with available capacity, the DVM down the street had actually already reviewed those records utilizing a cloud-based practice management software, was abreast of what was happening within the diagnosis, as well as the need to be prepared for surgery. The Doppler team sent the client just 20 minutes down the street, as opposed to sending them to a very expensive ER or urgent care experience, gave them a wonderful experience and was able to save the life of this puppy while load managing and continuing to provide a high level of service. Now, this sounds spectacular, but if you think about it on even greater levels of what we're seeing and the desire to see within the purpose of veterinary consolidation, what we're seeing here is client satisfaction. You have a client that came in and was able to have a wonderful experience with a veterinarian that they trust and knew that then sent them to another veterinarian that they felt comfortable with within the same network. 
you also were able to save the life of the animal, which I think most people and hopefully everyone in the industry can rally around. But you also were then able to increase the workplace satisfaction of the DVM. Doctors and technicians and people within our industry have shown over time and time again that what gets them excited and yields the highest level of workplace satisfaction as well as reduction of burnout is being able to actually practice medicine. This was an opportunity for an underutilized veterinarian within a clinic to practice a life-saving surgery. So just through this ability to have a conversation between multiple locations with the Doppler effect, if we'll use their term here, they were able to increase employee satisfaction. They were able to increase client satisfaction. They were able to keep revenue inside that network, as well as increase access to care while keeping the overall cost down for the pet parent. It was just a great story. It was one that I think is maybe not being talked about enough, how there are things that are happening in our industry and ways to be able to bring the use of consolidation to the forefront and find ways to really make this an industry we can continue to be proud of. So that's a story that I thought was spectacular. If you have a story that I'm missing out or something that your business or your company, your team is doing that you want highlighted or focused on in the birdbath, make sure to reach out. And, and if you see me on the conference floor, whether it's at VMX now, WVC later in February or anywhere around, make sure to grab me. I'd love to talk to you. I'd love to hear what people have thought of, are thinking about and what stories you want to hear more about. As always, for more on these and other stories, join us by subscribing to The Fountain Report. There's always a link in the show notes. And don't miss out on any episodes by subscribing and rating the show. For The Birdbath, I'm Ryan Leach. See you next week.